Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. We are here to take your phone calls about whatever you'd like. Dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We uh, give you the features, of course, on that site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot com. Now, tonight, uh, it's unusual that we do this, but from time to time, we will sort of break format. I mean, Free Talk Live is, is it's an open phone show. You can call in about anything. That's the point of the program. But occasionally, we will bring a special guest on to talk to us about something, something uh, that is unusual, interesting, uh, outstanding, because we don't really do guests on this show. So you have to be pretty outstanding, I think, to get on. And the next gentleman we're going to introduce to you Boy, has he done something incredible, and he's going to pay the price for doing so. He created the Liberty Dollar back, I believe, in 1998. I'm sure he'll correct me if I'm wrong on this. The Liberty Dollar was essentially, and I say was for a reason, an alternative currency that allowed people to put their money into something besides the Federal Reserve note. Because if you've been paying attention, you know that the U.S. government's Federal Reserve note, the Federal Reserve Bank's FRN, those screen things you've got in your wallet, uh, those things have kind of been losing value over time, like 96, 97 percent of its value from way back in the day. And Bernard knew this, and he knew that uh, things were going in the wrong direction with the Federal Reserve note. He created the Liberty Dollar, which is a silver-based alternative currency. Some of them were uh, silver certificates, meaning that they looked kind of like dollars, but not really, because they were brown and other colors. They, they didn't. I guess I can't even say they look like dollars. I guess they're just paper notes is what I'm trying to say there. And it was essentially a warehouse receipt where uh, the bearer of that note would be able to, upon demand, turn in a certain amount of them and receive an ounce of silver. So it was like one twentieth of an ounce is what one of the notes was worth. And there were different valuations. There were different notes with different amounts of uh, silver that were backing them, essentially. And also there was the one ounce silver piece which was an actual ounce of silver that you could hold in your hand. Yeah, a big, uh, you'd, you'd call it a coin, but they actually called it a piece because I guess the government has some kind of proprietary term on the word coin. Right, and one of the things that Bernard was very careful about was to make sure that everybody knew this was not intending to be the Federal Reserve note. This was not intending to be U.S. currency. Sure, why would you make a uh, a coin out of silver and then call it a, f- a Federal Reserve note? I mean, all their right. coins are made out of crap pot metal so he put like a 800 number on and a website you know the liberty dollar it was made it was very clear i think i think to anybody that looked at it certainly clear to me that this was something special because it felt different it looked different it was shiny and pretty and and bernard is with us right now bernard von nothaus uh from the liberty dollar uh, good evening welcome back to free talk live it's always a pleasure to be here, Ian. How you been? Man, I've been super, uh, but that question, I think, is more important to ask of you. <laughs> hey, I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, all things considered, uh, because you're facing, as I understand it, 25 years in federal prison for daring to compete with the U.S. federal government and its currency. They came after you back in, I think it was late 2007, uh, and they raided your home office in Evansville, Indiana. They stole, uh, they also raided the mint, uh, the Sunshine Mint in Coeur Idaho, and they stole 
millions of dollars worth of gold and silver, the very gold and silver that backed up the Liberty Dollar Certificates, of which I have a few hundred of them. Um, So there's no longer any gold or silver backing those certificates. They stole it all, and then they proceeded to aggress against you even further, as though it weren't an insult enough for them to slap you in the face and destroy your business and destroy all the value that uh, that you had created. They then uh, went after you personally, as well as some of your associates, and charged you with counterfeiting, among other things. Well, I'd just like to correct one thing in there, Ian, if I may. Please. And that is that they have not stolen the silver. Uh, yes, we were raided. Uh, that was in six different locations in four different states, all simultaneously. I guess it was some sort of coincidence that that happened. In any <laughs> case, uh, they did confiscate about uh, nine tons of gold, silver, platinum, and copper, uh, the copper piece being the famous Ron Paul coppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, but uh, it hasn't been stolen yet. Uh, this is a fine point I hope that your listeners will pick up on. And uh, and you too, Ian, if you have not sent in your, your forfeiture statement stating that you are an interested party, because the government is literally right now trying to steal your property. They, they got a search warrant, they raided it, they seized the silver and the gold, and uh, they have confiscated it, and now they're trying to forfeit it to the government. And if you don't speak up and identify yourself as being an interested party, well then, yes, indeed, the government will steal your property. So... Let's go back a little bit here, uh, Bernard, to when, I guess, the, the trial was, was taking place. You were charged with uh, counterfeiting, among other things, and there was a young lady, I guess her name was Heather. We had her on the show to talk about her experience. She actually took the time, I guess, to drive uh, from the West Coast or something like that and or fly out to watch your trial and report in detail on it. And I have to say that I was kind of following what she was uh, what she was writing and what she was writing made it sound like things were going pretty well. It sounded like your defense team was making some uh, some great points and that, you know, the idea that anybody could look at this Liberty Dollar and say this is in any way, shape or form an attempt to counterfeit U.S. currency seemed pretty laughable. But this jury came back with a guilty verdict. Was that a surprise to you? Uh, yes. Uh, shocking would be a good word. Um, the attorneys thought that they had uh, the case in the bag. Of course, I'm the the virgin on the pile there, so I I didn't know that, but I was feeling quite good about it. Just, uh, well, you've seen several liberties. I'm sure some of your listeners have seen several liberties. They can do a search on Liberty Dollar Mm -hmm. with quotation marks, or they can go to eBay and see about 500 of them for sale right now. Mm -hmm. But in any case, if you look at it, it does have an allegorical image of liberty, the thing is, is that uh, the jury obviously confused the allegorical image of liberty, which is not on any circulating coin, with maybe a penny or a nickel or a dime or a quarter or a half dollar. Maybe it was similar to an Eisenhower dollar. Ian, I don't know how in the hell they could possibly make that leap uh, to think that this was 
counterfeiting. I mean, it was uh, it was shocking to everybody. Yeah, you know, I mean, it it doesn't make much sense to me. I mean, the, the, it had the word liberty on it, and I suppose some U.S. coins have the word liberty on it. But you know, it had a it, it it had a picture of liberty. I mean, how many how many U.S. coins have had a picture of liberty on them in the last uh, Lady Liberty on them in the last oh I don't know seven or eight decades? I mean, if if they thought this also it was made out of pure silver, so it felt different. It looked different. I mean, the metal is it, yeah. It's it's just a heck of a lot larger. Um, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. How many U.S. currency, uh, whether we're talking about dollars, Federal Reserve notes, or the uh, the coins, how many of them have a website on them? How many of them have an eight hundred number on them? I mean, this clearly right. was something that was unusual. Yes, and we thought that they were so unusual that we couldn't, I couldn't possibly be uh, convicted of counterfeiting. But uh, indeed, that is the case. Um, And uh, they did it in record time because even though you can read different reports, they did it under two hours, they did it in 90 minutes or whatever. I can tell you they did it under an hour because I was there and I was watching the clock and they did it in under an hour. I was amazed. Well, you know, the marketing materials, I was a Liberty Dollar associate. I signed up about a decade ago for that, and that meant that I was able to get the dollars at a slight discount and then kind of put them out into the world, and that was kind of one of the, the jobs of the Liberty Dollar associate. And, and the Liberty Dollar was was not meant as an investment. It was meant as an educational tool. And, Bernard, you can stick with us for up to an hour, correct? Yes, sir. All right, great. If you've got a question for Bernard von Nothaus, he is with us here. He's the founder, the creator of the Liberty Dollar, facing 25 years in federal prison. He's been found guilty. It's just a matter of sentencing at this point on various different charges relating to uh, conspiring to, you know, debase the federal currency. I mean, the, the, the feds think this man is a threat to their legitimacy. We'll come back. It's Free Talk Live. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and you can bring up whatever you want. The number is 800-259-9231. However, if you've got a question for Bernard von Nothaus, the founder and creator of the Liberty Dollar, uh, your calls will be given priority at the moment because he is joining us to talk about what has happened. The uh, the odyssey, the unfortunate odyssey that he has been on here, uh, 800-259-9231, ever since in the late uh, part of 2007, I think it was November, when his business was raided by the federal government. Not because he's uh, you know, actually hurt anybody. <laughs> But because he's a threat to the government, he's a threat to their legitimacy. The Liberty Dollar, the most popular alternative currency in the United States, had become so, uh, I guess, I guess it had just become so much on their radar that they couldn't ignore it anymore. And they went after him. They arrested uh, him and some of his associates and they stole tons of gold and silver and copper, uh, copper uh, pieces. You know, one ounce silver liberties, which are very, very beautiful. I have a number of them myself. I don't know. Should I be admitting that? These are essentially contraband now. 
I mean, the federal government has come out. There was a statement that was released when uh, Bernard was found guilty by the attorney genital or whoever they were that was uh, prosecuting him. The statement released essentially said, this is domestic terrorism, Bernard. I mean, did you ever expect to be labeled a domestic terrorist? No, you know, and, and I think they're going to have a real hard time with that, too, Ian, because one of the requirements for terrorism is violence. And so the reality is is that I don't have any record of violence. I have no instance of violence. I've never done anything violent. So I don't think they can really pin that on me. But what they can do is that they can open the door to manipulate the meaning of terrorism to brand anybody as terrorist. Oh, absolutely. That, that could be you. That could be me. I mean, well, I'm proud, Bernard, to say to that. Do. Yeah, I'm proud to say that I have uh, embraced the the label of uh, domestic terrorist and Mark as well, because uh, it was I think the day or two, like a few days after you were convicted, uh, they had the Nullify Now conference. Oh, I don't embrace the label. I just think that uh, good people break bad laws. Well, right. So a few days after, well, they're going to call us domestic. They terrorists. can call. They can call anything so, they want. Anything. Yeah, and essentially what they're doing is they're calling anything that is a threat to le- the legitimacy. Uh, and the power of the state and the control of the state. They're calling that terrorism. So what we did was uh, after it was during this event called Nullify Now, which is going, it's traveling around the country, going to different places, talking about nullification and you know getting the states to encouraging them to nullify the federal government's awfulness. And uh, Mark, you were emceeing the event, and I was there doing some uh, you know kind of manning a table for Free Talk Live and Free Keen and some other things. And uh, you had me come up there at one point, and we did, did a little presentation. I brought up the. Uh, I brought up the release from the U.S. Attorney's Office about your conviction and announced to a crowd of a couple hundred people that what had happened kind of gave them a briefing on on what went down and that you were facing 25 years in prison. And obviously the the crowd was aghast and uh, shocked at, at what was going on. But I made a point of going ahead and buying something i think it was a bumper sticker that you had mark I th- yeah i had the bumper sticker you bought it from me yeah. right i bought a bumper sticker from or no it was the other way around you one bought a bumper sticker from me mark with a uh, one ounce silver liberty you paid way too much for the sticker but none- <laughs> nonetheless guilty as hell what's that i said you're both guilty as hell yes that was my intention who bought it from <laughs> yeah that was my intention. I wanted to engage in an act Come of get me. civil disobedience of using a contraband, counter, so-called counterfeit coin, as labeled by the federal government, uh, to to purchase something in front of a crowd of people. And uh, needless to say, they were uh, they were pretty excited about the fact that that just happened. And then I offered to uh, to sell that contraband to someone who would like to buy it later on. And someone went and paid me forty bucks for it uh, a little bit later. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So In one day, um, I just—it's just so shocking. I, I'm still not quite over it. I, I guess I shouldn't really be surprised that here is where we are. It's 2011, and the the federal government is shutting down alternative currencies run by a nice old gentleman who's really creative and has sp- and, you know spent this, the last decade plus of your life dedicated it to uh, to promoting the idea of hard. Metals and value-backed currency. It's just so outrageous. And, and you're not the only one, right, Bernard? They're, they're still going after some of your associates. Well, yes. Uh, in addition to arresting me as the mastermind, <laughs> gee whiz, I never thought I'd rise to the occasion. But in any case, uh, they also arrested Kevin Ennis, who's been in jail for just about two years now. Ian. Can you imagine that? No. He's been sitting in county jail for two years. And they also arrested the two ladies who ran the fulfillment office, Sarah and Michelle, 
they seem to be getting close to getting a really good plea from the government so they can walk from this. But their life has been a, a shambles, and they couldn't get a job, and oh, you know, yeah. on and on and on. The impact of being arrested by the federalities is really, um, uh, well, it really screws up your life. You know, you know sure Bernard, it, they just, in, in this circumstances, things like this, they really show the kind of lack of empathy that they have for human life. They have no concern. If you work for the government, it means you never have to say you're sorry. If you do something wrong... So what? It's so difficult that uh, to sue the federal government that uh, it's nigh impossible for the person to see any kind of retribution, and you can't be sued yourself. The the federal government, they've got the people that work for it, they've got immunity to to lawsuits. They don't care. So they'll they'll throw somebody in jail for two years for what? For I, I mean, I don't even understand for printing, making silver uh, pieces. That you can get these things anywhere. Well, Mark, I'm I'm a little a little concerned for all the other people that are minting silver out there because the the statement that the U.S. attorney made, I'm sure you've read it, Bernard, in the in their statement after you were, oh, conv- yeah. were convicted, essentially said that anybody who is using anything besides, I can pull up the exact wording, but anybody using anything that threatens the legitimacy of the U.S. dollar is considered, uh, you know, essentially a domestic terrorist. Right. If you go to your neighbor's house and you trade, uh, you know, post hole digging for for um, you know somebody weeding your garden you're a domestic terrorist right well basically what terrorism has morphed itself or what the government has done is they have morphed the phrase terrorist into anything that is against the government uh if you think Mm -hmm. the the budget is wrong or if you think anything else is wrong or you know tsa is wrong i mean if you voice any opinion which is not in lockstep with the goose-stepping government, well, then they can brand you as a terrorist. And that's the most alarming part that's happening as an outgrowth of, of my conviction. No doubt about it. In fact, we just got an email last night, or read an email on the air last night from a listener who at 5 in the morning had pounding on his front door. Turns out some of his so-called friends had told the police that he was talking about buying silver and that he was talking about uh, freedom and he was talking about liberty-oriented ideas. They turned him into the police. They came and threw him in a mental hospital. He was there for 16 hours before he was able to manage to talk his way out of it after agreeing to, to, to seek psychiatric treatment within 72 hours of being released. I mean, this is, this is so crazy. I'd get some new friends. Yeah, well, that's, I agree with that. Yeah, but with, with, you know, with a government like that, who needs good friends? I mean, you know, they, this Obama administration, and I'm not saying the Bush administration was any good, but they have really cracked down on anybody who's a dissenter. Yes, uh, that is true, you know, and of course, nothing speaks of freedom more than having your own money, and of course, the Liberty Dollar has been extremely successful. I mean, if you take a look at its performance from the time it was first issued on October 1st, 1998, to the time of the arrest, for example, that the Liberty Dollar has increased from the $10 base to the $20 yeah, it was base. A very, it was very popular. Bernard, base. hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 800-259-9231 if you've got a question.
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. However, if you've got a question for Bernard von Nothaus, he is the founder, the creator of the Liberty Dollar. He's on the line with us, and prior to his sentencing, by the way, he's been found guilty by a jury of his so-called peers of us allegedly counterfeiting U.S. currency. And essentially what he did was he created a very popular alternative currency called the Liberty Dollar, We'll talk a little bit more about that and talk more with Bernard here in a moment. It's the shirt that you use most, the white dress shirt. And Paul Frederick has it for you in athletic trim, big and tall for 1995. You guys, you know how difficult it is to find a, a good shirt that actually fits. The, the sleeves aren't too short and the neck isn't too tight. The waist isn't too big or too tight. You can get it in more than 55 sleeve fit and collar combinations and free monogramming. Go to 1995shirt.com. Use promo code TUCK. 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. So we've been talking with Bernard von Nothaus. The number here, 800-259-9231. By the way, I want to invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You'll enjoy the features there free. We've actually got a mobile site. You've got a smartphone. You can just punch up m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our live streams and podcasts. Once again, that's m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. So we're on here with uh, Bernard von Nothaus, the founder, the creator, the designer of the Liberty Dollar, the monetary architect, as uh, I believe is uh, he is appropriately called. Uh, Bernard, are you still with us? I'm still with you, and thanks for my, so much for mentioning me as the monetary architect. I, I've always liked that moniker. Well, <laughs> and you're, that's what you did professionally for a while. You actually created, uh, was it the Hawaii Dollar uh, a while back? Well, I was the mint master at the Royal Hawaiian Mint for 25 years. That was a good gig. I enjoyed that a lot. Of course, that's where the training ground and the research grounds were that I was plowing along to design and develop what became the Liberty Dollar. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been good. You know, but I wanted to mention something, sure. Ian, because you brought up the, the contraband, and I wanted to clarify this for, for you and the, and the listeners. Uh, there was and has been a, a, a large outcry from people regarding holding Liberty Dollar because they, a lot of people didn't know if they were going to go from door to door. Uh, the 80-some-odd regional currency officers that were served with uh, notice that what they were doing was illegal, they didn't know if the government was going to come and knock on their doors and search their premises and confiscate their property. Uh, and then there was a lot of collectors also. And, of course, the Liberty Dollar is a, a very popular item on eBay. So due to that outcry from the collector numismatic community, uh, Coin World, which is the largest numismatic publication in the world, they did a, a special after they contacted the federalities 
and found out that as long as you don't use the Liberty Dollar as current money, then uh, it's not going to be confiscated, and they're not going to go after you. So what does that mean, as current money? Liberty dollars, when you say as current money, what does that mean? Well, thank you very much for following up on that. That's a really <laughs> key phrase here, you know. And, of course, that is the key phrase in Title 18486, of which I am uh, convicted on. And it says that it's against the law to issue a coin that functions as current money. Well, first you've got to understand that four-letter word, coin. You know, coin is something issued by the government and used as money. Well, the last time I checked, I am certainly not the government. Mm-hmm. Would I ever want to be the government? Nor did you advise, by the way, I, as I mentioned before, I was a Liberty Dollar associate, and so I was given the marketing materials when I signed up that I like, read very carefully, and it made it very clear that you are not to call these things coins. That you know, that, It made it clear that these are not to, to be intended as to represent the, the federal government. I mean, you were making it clear that these are silver pieces, I think is what they were called. Well, silver liberties is silver. the word we like. You right, know? silver uh, liberty. Pieces are a little too generic and rounds. I've never liked the word rounds. I mean, mm. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, Ian Anderson or Ian, you know, it's, uh, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, you like to be called by your proper name, you know, so we call them uh, silver liberties or gold liberties. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, is that, yes, we did make a very big point that they weren't coins. And so we weren't issuing them as coins, and we weren't using them as current money because current money is money that's in currently in circulation. So in other words, that means that the Liberty Dollar would look like a penny or a nickel, a dime, a quarter, a half, or mm. a dollar. I mean, it doesn't look like any of those. So you probably wouldn't be using them as one of those pieces either because the Liberty Dollar, Hell I don't no. know if you noticed, but... <laughs> They've gotten really expensive lately. Yeah, I remember I paid uh, $9 and something uh, when I bought mine back in the early part of the decade, and now silver is up to, what, $46 an ounce? 46 an ounce. So silver liberties are probably at 70 or 80 Yeah, I don't know, because there's a numismatic value there, too, yeah. and they're coll- likely collectibles now to some extent. So, uh, Bernard, you were convicted of, uh, let's see here, according to the sta- the state's press release, or the, the U.S. federal government's press release, uh, convicted by a jury in North Carolina of making coins resembling and similar to United, uh, United States coins, despite the fact that you made it clear these aren't coins, of issuing, passing, selling, and possessing Liberty Dollar coins. Was that an actual charge, issuing, passing, selling, and possessing Liberty Dollar coins? Well, you left out the word utter. Yes, but uh, I've been uttering, and I, I, I'm guilty of uttering. <laughs> uttering? Uh, uttering. What does that uh, mean? That, actually, All these legal terms. I, I'm so uh, baffled. Yeah, I'm still baffled, too. <laughs> I've been found guilty. Right. I should at least know what the hell I've been doing, you know. Um, anyway, yes, I was actually convicted of three counts. One, 485, which is making counterfeit coins, mm-hmm. uh, and 486 is using counterfeit coins, and, num- and uh, 371, which is conspiring to defraud the United States. Conspiracy against, yeah, they call it a conspiracy against the United States here. I'm going to read the statement from the uh, the U.S. attorney because it's just so outrageous for any listeners that have not heard this. You need to pay close attention. This is U.S. Attorney Genital Tompkins, uh, quote, attempts to undermine the legitimate currency of this country are simply a unique form of domestic 
terrorism. While these forms of anti-government activities do not involve violence, they are every bit as insidious and represent a clear and present danger to the economic stability of this country, which is just so crazy and backwards because it's their currency that's the danger to the economic stability of this country. It's their currency that uh, they can debase at any time by printing more out. What you were doing, Bernard, was actually shoring up people's economic stability by giving them something that they could invest in to, to you know, put their Federal Reserve notes in and turn it into something that has real value backing it. But to continue the quote, she says, we are determined to meet these threats through infiltration, disruption, and dismantling of organizations which seek to challenge the legitimacy of our democratic form of government. Democratic form of government? What a pile of crap. You know, we're not a democracy, we're a republic, damn well, it. Well, whatever that means. You should know better. So it all seems the same to me, Bernard, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, the idea that they're going to infiltrate, disrupt, and dismantle organizations would seek to challenge the, le- the legitimacy of our, uh, you know, of their government. That's why I'm here, man. I'm here to challenge their legitimacy six nights a week on this radio program, so right. I'm, look- I'm on the lookout for the infiltrators. If their legitimacy is, um, is any way threatened, it's because they've allowed that to happen. It's because... Because they've taken their currency, printed so much of it, turned over so much to the, to the bankers, uh, you know, forced this the housing bubble on us and, and all the other things that they've done along the way. They're the ones that are a threat to the legitimacy of the Federal Reserve note. Indeed, you know, and but the thing is, is they didn't like some Hawaiian kid coming out with a really beautiful issue like the gold and silver liberties. And I might say the paper was quite attractive, too. And finding that uh, so many people dislike their their monopoly money that we've just continued to grow and grow and grow. I mean, it's been, I mean, astounding. And if you think that's outstanding, just from our own growth and moving from the 10 to the 20 to the $50 base, and maybe very soon to the $100. Bernard, hold camp. that thought. We're going to come back with more. In fact, your questions as well. Coming up for Bernard Von Nothouse. It's free talk. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. The number, 800-259-9231. If you've got a question for our guest, Bernard von Nothaus, you'll be given priority at the moment. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com to enter Amazon through one of our affiliate links. So we've got U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany. Click in the right one for your, your country. And then get your shopping done and feel good because whatever you buy, you're getting a great deal on because it's Amazon. Maybe getting free Super Saver shipping because that's what they offer on a whole lot of their brand new items. But you can buy used if you want to as well. Get your shopping done and feel good because a portion of your purchase is going to Free Talk Live. When you enter Amazon through shop.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without lawyers who have to know what it takes 
to win. And if you do happen to have a lawyer, you probably should know what they should be doing, and that way you can minimize legal fees and maximize winning. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. It's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at jurisdictionary.com. I've got it. I've paid for it myself because I think it's such a great course. And if you, you're just sick and tired of dealing all, with all the stuff the government dish, dishes out, jurisdictionary.com can help you. All right, so we're back with Bernard von Nothaus. He is the founder, the creator, the monetary architect behind the Liberty Dollar. Thus far, the most successful alternative currency that the United States has seen uh, in our lifetimes. And as a result of that success, the federal government targeted him and his business. They came in and they swooped in and stole tons uh, they took tons. Bernard will be very careful to not call it stealing because they haven't technically gone through the legal process yet, but they took it out of uh, his possession. They took it out of the possession of the Sunshine Mint, and they're uh, they're attempting to legally go through whatever process they need to to make sure that they can keep it. Um, and they, they, they destroyed his business, and they took him, and they charged him with uh, several crimes, including counterfeiting and essentially threatening the legitimacy of the federal government, calling anybody, basically anybody who involves themselves in what they claim are attempts to undermine the legitimate currency of the country, meaning using some sort of alternative currency. If I buy something from you, Mark, with silver, that's an attempt to undermine that, right, and I've done so. That is an attempt to undermine the currency of the country, and so therefore we engaged in domestic terrorism, according to the U.S. federal government. Just to give you some idea of how truly insane this government is, anything at all that threatens their precious legitimacy is seen as a federal crime now, and it's just going to get worse from here on out. Uh, Bernard. You're back with us. Thanks for your patience here, and, and thanks for all, all these you know, wonderful answers to the questions here tonight and bringing our listeners up to speed. It's been too long since we've had you on the air, and obviously there was very little that you could say during the process of, of being on trial and, pre- and preparing for trial due to whatever legal considerations. So are you, do you mind taking some questions from the audience here? Oh, I'd love to take a question or two, Ian. Great. Let's do that. Let's go to the phones and to the fun. Talk to first David, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. David, you're on with Bernard von Nothaus from the Liberty Dollar. Greetings. Um, I'm sure some people are aware of um, a alternative currency that was in New York. I think it was in a college town. I can't recall the name of it. The Ithaca Hour? Ithaca, New yeah, York. that's what it was. Ithaca, New York. Yeah, and um, I was curious why why yours got singled out uh, amongst the other alternative currencies. And I'll just take my answer off. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Okay, that's a really good question, David. Thank you very much. You see, all the other currencies, uh, Berkshires or uh, there's currencies in Chicago and uh, Montana and California, New York, Florida. I mean, there's literally dozens of currencies out there. But none of those currencies are value-based. None of those currencies are gold and silver. None of those currencies are based upon a commodity instead of based upon the dollar. Those currencies will not provide any inflation-proof advantage to you, whereas the Liberty dollar is based upon gold and silver. As the gold and silver appreciates, so does your currency. That isn't true for the Ithaca Hour or any of the other currencies because they're all fiat in nature. If you look at the Liberty Dollar, the Liberty Dollar has appreciated over 500%. The Ithaca Hour and all the rest of the currencies have not appreciated. Hence the reason why we attracted so much uh, ire from the, from the federal boys. 
You know, another answer to that question would probably be because the federal government, just like all governments, is an agency of coercive force. They're a violent monopoly. They are essentially the most successful criminal gang in a given territory, the territory known as the uh, United States, and uh, known popularly as the United States. And they're a gang, and they're bullies. And so do they want to go and take the Ithaca Hour, which, as you say, has no value behind it, or do they want to go and steal tons and tons of gold and silver so they can you know, hold on to that and enrich themselves? I mean, there's essentially just a you know, schoolyard bill, a bully writ large. They, they took your lunch money, except it was t- <laughs> millions of dollars worth. And they took a lot of other people's lunch money, too, because yep. when they confiscated all the, the 200,000 ounces of silver, for example, at Sunshine, that was silver backing up the paper and digital certificates. And so that was not my property. And that's why I'm urging people to email me at bernard at org so I can send you the brief little form that you can send back to me with your name and address, become an interested party, and help. Stop the government from stealing this property. Now, Bernard, property. you've well, been found, on, Mark. That's B E R N A R D B E R N A R D at LibertyDollar.org. Go ahead, Mark. Bernard, you've been found yes, guilty sir. here. Have you talked to your lawyer? Do, I mean, do they have any idea what kind of sentence you're facing? You could be facing up to 25 years on this. I think 25 years is over the top, quite frankly, guys. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to tell because there's a very long, lengthy, involved pre-sentencing process of which I'm in right now, mm. find out how dangerous I am. Uh, and um, I don't know, it could be anywhere from um, maybe six months to 15 years. Goodness. It would be a slightly narrower target. Well, I hope that you'll keep us in the loop here. Let's continue with uh, some other uh, calls here. Ernie is on the line in Modesto. Ernie, you're on Free Talk Live with Bernard von Nothaus. Ernie in Modesto, going once. Ernie in Modesto, going twice. All right. Ernie? Okay, hey. Go Those ahead. charges you read off, they need to take that to the House of Senate and 90% of the White House and read it off to them. They should be charged with that. Second Your question thing is, Bernie, welcome, yeah, welcome to the Fourth Reich. And the third thing, I understand what he's doing and I appreciate it. But what happens, these guys are ruthless and evil. What, what happens to the point where they come and say, okay, if we catch you trading in silver and gold... It's a death penalty. We're going to make it illegal. What is all the building up of gold going to do for us if they go that route? Thanks for the call, Ernie. Appreciate it. Bernard, thoughts? Was there a question there? I I didn't. (laughs) He's scared. What's the point in uh, having gold and silver if the government's just going to come take it, I guess? Well, the thing is, they're not going to come and take your gold and silver, but if you are out there using Liberty Dollars, publicly between individuals as a currency, uh, you could be uh, you could be finding yourself in some deep water until the whole issue is resolved. And trust me, gentlemen, this issue has not been resolved yet. We're right. just in round one. Let's talk to Daniel listening in Wisconsin. Uh, Daniel, you're on Free Talk Live with Bernard von Nothaus from the Liberty Dollar. Daniel in Wisconsin. Going once. And Daniel in Wisconsin going to... printed oh. on, on the mold. Why don't you print... Um, why don't you, uh, I'm sorry, we did not get the beginning of your question, sir. Jury. I'm sorry, can you start that question again? We didn't hear the beginning of it. Okay, I, I'm saying an ounce of silver is an ounce of silver. And if I was Bernie, I would go ahead and recast it with a tiny, tiny hole in it and call it jewelry. 
interesting idea. Uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. I don't know, Bernard. I, I don't think you're really... Uh, are you ever going to get that silver back? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think you're... Are, are you planning on starting this up again? If you can you know, get into six months and get out of uh, federal prison, <laughs> I doubt it, right? Uh, the future remains unascertained uh, at this point, gentlemen. Yeah. The I don't think that... The here is staying out of federal prison and getting the property back, which uh, is my number one job. Well, I certainly appreciate uh, the effort that you're putting in, and I appreciate everything that you've done for the ideas of liberty because the Liberty Dollar was an excellent educational tool. It was a great way uh, to get the idea of an alternative currency of silver-based or value-based currency into people's minds and get people asking questions and and get them visiting the website and learning more about what real currencies should be instead of this bunk uh, that the federal government is offering. And you've done the Liberty Movement an incredible um, service and you're incredibly brave to go up against the federal government like this, and I, I just really appreciate you taking the time with us tonight, Bernard. Well, Ian, thank you very much for the kind words. Yeah, I just felt dedicated to actually doing something because, you know, there's a lot of people out there writing about liberty, and uh, I felt like the time has passed. We don't need to be writing about liberty. We need to take, be taking action. And, of course, that's one reason why I wanted to appear on the radio with you, because you guys are taking action. So yeah. That's why we're here you. in New Hampshire, and hopefully we'll get to see you up here sooner rather than later, maybe for the Porcupine Freedom Festival or something else, some other opportunity to get you back up into this community, because I know that we appreciated you being here before. And thanks again for being on the show tonight, Bernard. More coming up. Hour 2 is next. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. It's the shirt you wear most. An essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt. And for over half a century, the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more. But we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional straight collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today and you'll also receive free monogramming and 850 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you would like. Dial in at 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And actually, the main feature of the site allows you to control the content uh, you get to, if you find something online that you think is interesting, you just drop it in on our site as a show prep. You submit it as show prep. It shows up on the site, and then other listeners get to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is that you've put up there. Uh, you get to vote on things as well, and the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. So we continue here uh, with your phone calls about what you want. And if we get a chance, uh, Mark, you're going to tell us about a SWAT team called Against a Mother. Why? Yep. Homeschooling. 
Well, yeah, we'll, well find out what of. that means here in a moment. Uh, but first, your phone calls. We go to Richard listening in Delaware to WGMDFM. Hello, Richard. Hi, how are you doing? It's great. Hey, What's on your mind? Um, yeah, I just yesterday I just received in the mail a coin from my brother. He lives out in Las Vegas, and the casinos mint coins, and it says on it ten dollars. It's a solid silver one ounce piece. And it's I've collected silver eagles from the mint for years, mm-hmm. and this one even has an S mark on it, so it was produced in the San Francisco mint. And they're legal. It says $10 U.S., and it's got the picture of a Mercedes-Benz on the one side. It's collectible, hmm. but it is. it says right on it, $10. And so the things that the Liberty Coin people did are illegal because they I don't know I don't understand any of this. It's crazy. Really you for our listeners just tuning in you're referring to uh, the Liberty Dollar. Uh, Bernard von Nothaus right. was on with us in the first hour talking about exactly. how he's facing 25 years in federal prison after being convicted uh, by a jury in North Carolina of ostensibly counterfeiting US currency, which of course is just absolutely laughable. Maybe what you're getting at there is that because you're saying that this uh casino coin was minted in an actual federal government mint uh, the, the, that's maybe, what it looks like. I'm sorry. Maybe that. I, I maybe just, that's. It, it has the S the, because, like, I collect coins mm-hmm. and I collect the gold eagle. Or I mean, the silver eagles. And there's the proof coins all come from the San Francisco mint now, and it has the S mint mark. But this coin definitely has that S mint mark on it. Well, maybe the idea is a, that if you have the gang, the the criminal gang known as the federal government, mint your your coins for you, then they're okay. But if you do it on your own, then it's a real problem. I don't know. That's but just that's speculation. I, I just, yeah, I just don't understand how they can convict somebody of doing something that they're using, you well, know, real silver. Welcome real to gold. America, dude. I mean, this is there is no understanding this. It's just insanity. It is. Uh, if you want to understand it, you have to look at it from the perspective of the federal government. And the federal government sees anything that is a threat to its legitimacy as a criminal act. So if you do anything at all that undermines their legitimacy in the minds of uh, the rest of the people in this country, whether that means telling the truth from their or, perspective, or using uh, or using you know some sort of alternative currency, or doing or you know not paying taxes or whatever, anything that you do that threatens their legitimacy, they see it as a criminal act because you know that's all that's important to them is that they can they can have this facade of legitimacy. This is it's one of the most critical aspects to government because it's their legitimacy that sets them apart in people's minds from other criminal gangs. Usually when you look around, you know, if you're walking down the street and you see some tough-looking thugs, uh, you might consider them perhaps gang members. But most Americans don't look at the police and consider them gang members. Uh, they don't look at the uh, the courts and consider them gang members. That's because they have legitimacy. They have essentially brainwashed Americans through their government-run schools into believing that the government is the gang that they need to have around. That they, you know, they they've been very very careful to make sure that people don't see them as what they really are, and that is a criminal gang that's doing business at the point of a gun. Well, that's what last summer we went on vacation to Niagara Falls, and we were going to Toronto, and we went into the train station at Niagara Falls where it goes over to Canada, and there was nothing but black SUVs and thugs, thug-looking people, and they're 
supposedly Homeland Security people. But why are they worrying about us going to Canada? Well, they're probably making sure folks don't try to escape. Richard, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at uh, 800-259-9231. You know, I say that in jest, but in fact, they've now instituted expatriate tax. In order to leave the country, you have to pay a tax. I think it's 20%. I'd have to look it up. Uh, I'm just coming off the top of my head. 20% with what of what? Whatever you're taking with you out of the country. I see. Whatever you're expatriating with you. And, of course, you can't take more so, than 10000 out of the country. If you want to call this a free country, and I haven't heard anybody call, the, call it that in a long time, maybe it's just the circles I travel in, but you can't, shouldn't have to pay to leave. If you're free to leave, then you don't have to pay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're not free to leave, then you have to pay some kind of, you know, some kind of exit tax. Well, people are Remember, Roman you, slaves could buy their own freedom. People are always saying, if you don't like it, leave, right? But what if you can't afford to leave? I, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. And I don't like it, but I don't want to leave. So what about that? I made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. I want to get together with other like-minded people, people that appreciate the idea that the federal government and the other governments, the state governments, are criminal gangs. They're just the most successful gang. They're the gang that flies flags in front of their offices. Yep. They're so proud of their criminal activities, they do it right in your face. You know, um, the, when you, it's not that I don't think that the, you know, I think the federal government is a gang of criminals, but I think that the Canadian government's a grand, gang of criminals too. Right, I think so why would I want to move there? All gang, all governments are the same thing. I would uh, like to move somewhere where there's not a gang, a criminal yeah. gang around that is, you know, taking yeah. my money and my and forcing me to be obedient to them. Yeah, I, you know, people. That's the thing is, the frontiers are gone from this world. If you truly want to be free, you have to live out in the the ocean on a sailboat, I guess. And I don't know how you're going to work and uh, make a living out there. Steve is on the line, listening in Virginia. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Good evening, Steve in Virginia. Hello. Great subject, guys. Uh, Thank you. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yep. Go for. Go ahead. Okay, just making sure. Uh, basically, I was wondering about the alternative leg- currency legislation that was proposed in several states most recently passed in Utah, and your guys' opinion of how that relates to this. Uh, I mean, that's obviously a reaction to the irresponsible fiscal policy that's going on now by the state governments. And, you know, uh, what is your guys' – I mean, how does that relate to this, and are we seeing – Basically, states bucking the federal government. I mean, then I wanted to comment about my own personal experience buying silver over the past uh, three years now. Well, it's an interesting question. I don't think the Utah thing has passed the governor yet, so I don't think it's like completely done. But they did. I believe it did pass the House. Um, I'm not, you know, entirely certain on what the current status of that is. But if, if indeed a, a state is able to implement some sort of gold and silver, uh, I guess alternative currency, yeah, alternative state currency, state currency, they're talking about accepting gold and silver for payments in various different uh, state functions. Uh, if they're able to do that, then I think that's great. I, I have no problem with the gangs fighting against one another. I think that that's that's good as long as they're fighting each other. They can't, they, you know, they're not spending as much time uh, oppressing us. So any any amount of state governments getting involved in gold and silver, I I support it. Uh, obviously, ideally, getting the government out of money would be the best situation, and having the marketplace provide alternative currencies uh, would be the way to go. But I can't say I have to, I think it's a bad idea. I think it's great. Well, you understand that this is constitutional. Yep. And it's not a it's not a paper printing scheme. It's actually minting of actual coinage with intrinsic value. But the other question, or the other thing, was um, as far as the 
situation with the, um, I guess the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the, uh, coin, uh, I'm drawing a blank on what I was going to say. Well, I would like to point this out. Um, the state governments can, uh, issue gold and silver as currency according to the constitution, but, I don't trust governments and their use of money at all. When it comes to uh, gold and silver, they can, you know, allow fractional reserve banking and all kinds of uh, nasty little tricks that they and their their rich cronies uh, can get away with and make a bunch of money. That's what I don't trust when it comes to governments and currency. Steve, if you think of your question, call us again another night. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, More coming up with your thoughts at 800-259-9231. You can take control. This is Free Talk. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. We've got archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. The yours right there on the front page of the site, the last week's worth, and then you click into the archive section, and that'll take you all the way back to late 2006. Uh, free archives for you over at freetalklive.com. We're talking about gold and silver here for the last oh, hour and 15 minutes. And, you know, you might have been thinking to yourself, maybe I should get some of this gold and silver. It's been going up, up, up over the last I don't know, couple of years. Silver, I think, is uh, nearly at its all-time high. Gold is at its all-time high. and But when you adjust them for inflation, they're nowhere near their peaks. If you want to get gold and silver coins, you can go to gold.freetalklive.com. I've picked some right there that you can take a look at. They're easy to look at and comparison shop at the other places because I, you know, I think that a lot of those gold purveyors out there, they might be, you know, taking advantage of people who don't know the the rules. I don't know. That's how I felt when I was uh, comparison shopping previously. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. Take a look what we've got there. There's a telephone number if you want to call, and um, they even have a layaway plan. So if you don't have all the money to make the purchase right now, you can put some away at spot and pay weekly or biweekly, whatever it is, at the the price that they have it today. It's not at necessarily at spot. But uh, go to gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. You can take control here. Bring up anything you'd like. Nick is listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Nick. Nick in Myrtle Beach. Hey, man. Um, hey. I was just kind of curious. Is is this the end of the line for him, or will he be able to appeal, you know, these charges? I mean, um, I, I totally agree with what you all said, you know, as far as using the analogy. This is no different than, you know, some guy bartering to, to do lawn work or, or to do anything as far as that and then be, being called a terrorist. I was just curious. Is this the end of the line for him? or Your or question is regard, in regards to our first hour's guest, uh, Bernard von Nothaus, the founder, the creator, the monetary architect behind the Liberty Dollar, who's facing 25 years in federal prison after being convicted uh, by a jury of his so-called peers 
on uh, counterfeiting charges and threatening, essentially threatening the legitimacy of the federal government. Uh, can he appeal? I'm sure he can. Well, yeah, but an appeal is only going to look at what was done wrong by the court or the prosecution in his case. And the fact is, the the the, the defense attorneys and, and Bernard himself thought they were going to win when the jury went out and uh, deliberated. They came back in less than an hour and found him guilty. So it's a it's a quote quote unquote jury of your peers. And I'm sorry, my experience is juries are ignorance times 12. <laughs> hey, thank you all for, hey, thank you for your time, man. Thank you, you Nick. Happy Easter. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And who knows what he's spending in legal fees as far as attorneys yeah, who are who can concerned. afford all that stuff? Every, every appeal costs more money. And, of course, the federal government can afford it because, well, they it's don't... It's your money they're spending. Right. They can just spend and spend and spend and spend and spend uh, to continue to chase it up the chain all the way to the Supreme Court. And I guess that was it would have been a good question for Bernard, but he's not with us right now. But maybe next time we, we bring him on. I don't think so. We'll get, you don't think he would do it? I don't think he can. I don't think there's anything to appeal. Yeah. To appeal, you have to have – something has to have question, gone wrong. A question there's, on law, right? Yeah, there's a question on law. He got his uh, – you know, what you, if whatever you want to call it, whether it was a miscarriage of justice or not, he got his fair trial and he was found guilty. Uh, there's not much you can do with that. You could you can file an appeal. A, ju- a lawyer would love to charge you $5,000 to file an appeal. Mm-hmm. But where's it go? Let's talk to Charlie listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yes, hi. Hi, Charlie. Um, yeah, years ago, I was a member of uh, Bernard's um, organization, Norfet, mm-hmm. the National Organization for the Repeal of the Federal Reserve, and I had a redemption center. And I will tell you this, uh, with the redemption center, and uh, Bernard Norfed made sure perfectly, they made it perfectly crystal clear to us that we were not to basically represent this um, uh, replacement uh, currency to the merchants as anything that's legal tender mm-hmm. or anything sponsored by the United States you know, government. I mean, they made that like the number one priority. Yep, they did. Okay. And they, and they trained all of us to make sure we didn't do that. If, if a mom and pop would accept it, great. And we were, you know, it was a grassroots movement. And, uh, you know, I still have a lot of the currency and on the currency, basically we're supposed to be able to mail it back and get it uh, redeemed for the actual silver pieces. Okay. So I still got a lot of that. I still have a lot of the actual silver, uh, uh, coins, uh, you know, the, uh, the $10 pieces, the $1 piece, which sort of looks like a dime. Mm-hmm. But they were completely above board. And, and I will tell you this. It was an education that I got from that organization and fiat currency and the Federal Reserve. And there was two pieces. Uh, one was there was a book that they sent with the, with the whole kit called Economic Solutions by the Reverend Peter Kershaw. That's something, if you've never looked at it, it's like a little pamphlet. It is... Uh, it's highly entertaining, but it's highly educational at the same time. It talks about our banking system and our founding fathers and what the intention was and everything. Very informative. And then there was, of course, the creature from Jekyll Island by Thomas Griffith. Okay, they don't want people like us to be educated to where we, you know, teach others. And I mean, if you look at history, people that are good educators or something, they've always been in history. They've always been ridiculed. You know, because the powers that be mm-hmm. want to sort of like keep us down and keep us. Sure, they do. I, you know what I mean. It's ridiculous that uh, that they did this to him because, like I said at the, at the very beginning of this, 
he made sure crystal clear that yep. we did not represent this as legal tenancy. That's of the, the last thing that he wanted, not just because of whatever the fears were from retaliation by the federal government, but because the purpose of the Liberty Dollar was to open people's minds to a world yeah, of it was an educational tool. Right. Was Absolutely. The, to open people's minds to the world of doing business and, and transacting in something besides the federal government's fiat currency to, to learn, to have Americans learn what the difference between fiat currency and real value value-backed money it was. And for me, uh, I agree with you, and thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, For me, it was the Liberty Dollar and their educational materials that really helped bring me on board with the ideas of, uh, you know, moving away from the Federal Reserve note and and what value-backed currency is really all about. Yeah, I learned a lot through through their book, too, the same educational materials he was talking about. So, uh, again, the whole point of the Liberty Dollar was to open people's minds, to show them something, to get them thinking about maybe they didn't even know. Like, younger people probably have no idea that the U.S. federal government's money actually at one time did have silver behind it. At one yep. time, many, many decades ago, they actually had $1 bills that said silver certificate at the top where it says Federal Reserve note now. It said silver certificate. You were supposed to be able to take that into the Federal Reserve banks and, uh, you know, cash in for silver. Right. Ask, ask anyone, young people or, or anyone, ask them what a dollar is backed up by. Nothing. Nothing. Well, they don't even know. You know, they just right, think they just take it for granted. Here, when Nixon took the last uh, metal backing away from the uh, Federal Reserve note in the, I think it was 1970, 69, thereabouts, it, it's lost almost 90% of its value since then, people. Take a look at how Ain't much going back up. gasoline was then and how much it is now. Take a look at how much houses were then and how much they are now. Take a look at how much bread was then and how much they are now. The fact is the United States Federal Reserve note becoming less and less valuable. You have to ask yourself, where's that value going? Who's getting it? Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. You don't have to talk about money. You can bring up anything you'd like. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Once again, that number for you, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. 1-800-259-9231. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them to you, including the webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact. Our chat room is built into the same page, so go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that stuff for free. Uh, Again, cam.freetalklive.com is brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted options optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBIC, Zenpacks, and X2s. They're all 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They even have customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship. 
the overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls about what you want. We'll talk to Peter listening to WKBT in Brattleboro, Vermont. Hello, Peter. Peter in Brattleboro going once. Hi. Hey, Peter. Uh, you, you made some comment about um, an attorney general very briefly came up in the conversation. Um, now, occasionally, attorney generals will be overzealous but I have to say that uh, five attorney generals uh, from uh, five states uh, sued Entergy Nuclear, and I'm very glad that somebody was able to do it. Regarding uh, what? Because they're, well, they're major polluters. Um, you know, they, they uh, produce, well, there's the, there's the um, uh, Vermont Yankee plant here in, in, uh, in Brattleboro, well, in Vernon. And... Um, one of the things they sued was um, they they the this is a a major utility. They have um, ten nuclear power plants, and most of them uh, were bought at rock bottom dollar, and they are the old Mark One BWRs um, that are uh, happen to be the same uh, a similar design of, of the the thing that broke down in, in Fukushima, the meltdown of Fukushima three. That much is true. And so, anyway, so what are you saying that we need um, attorneys general? What I'm, saying is, because... what, I'm, what I'm saying is that they are supposed to represent uh, the people, and occasionally they do that very well. Occasionally, I will say that uh, they may very well do that, and you know. But what do they say about a broken clock? It strikes twice, you know, right twice a day. Well, no, they're actually a little bit better than that. I think it's actually the Three other way times. around. Occasionally, they're overzealous, like with this guy with his. Um, you know, I mean, those were people who had nothing else to do. They jumped down this guy's throat with his... Um, How about this lady here who uh, had the SWAT team called on her because she didn't want to give her kid... Uh, uh, well, she, she didn't want to give her kid medications. Was that an attorney general? It's not that? an attorney general. They're all part of the same judicial system. The attorney general is the top cop. They're the, uh, the top police... Uh, agent essentially in any given area we're talking about whether you're talking about vermont or whatever state or the federal government they are essentially the top cop and so anything that goes on is going on underneath them any amount of oppression any amount anything a cop does wrong they can go after the cops but they don't but they don't uh and any amount of oppression the 1.5 million americans that are arrested every single year for simple things like possessing a plant in their pocket or possessing a chemical the attorney's genital are the ones that are uh, responsible i'm not going to thank the state for giving an, an energy com- company like energy no, I, which I, admittedly I think, does I that wait wait i'm not going to thank them for giving them the, uh, the 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 right to run and then going after them when they break rules you mean the monopoly mark the monopoly yeah, on energy they, they give them the monopoly and then when they break the rules they go after them i'm not going to thank the state for that yeah, wouldn't you rather have uh, you know the the energy uh, that is provided to us provided in an open marketplace where anybody can get into the game rather than just one person or one agency that is approved by whatever government agencies are overseeing things? That way we could actually have uh, real competition and different types of energy sources rather than just the one size fits all solution. Uh, that's certainly something to, to consider. That's something to think about. I appreciate you being willing to con- uh, consider it, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It bears repeating. In most areas of this country, now there are a few exceptions, but in most areas, if you want power, 
you go through the one choice that you are given, the one choice you're granted by your masters in government. They've given the power monopoly to fill in the blank. There are different power companies that you know fill in that blank throughout the country. But in most places, there are not two power companies from right. which you can choose. If you wanted to open up your own power company and, say, put a bunch of, uh, of solar grids on your property and then p- pump that out to everybody else and maybe make a little profit so mm-hmm. that you could put more solar grids so that you could pump it out to more people, well, first you'd have to go through the licensing... Uh, the, the 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 zoning process so that you could even put solar panels because everybody in your town wants to make sure they know what's going on your land because they own you and they own your land otherwise they wouldn't be able to tell you what to do with it once you did get those solar panels put up then you have to ask the government whether you can put stuff on the poles uh, that that are that's on their land and they're going to say oh no we've got a monopoly there that we've already given we've already got a power company no thanks we don't need more than one power uh, right, company who, who could possibly use more than one power company what do we need competition in this area for yeah. so then you'd have to try to, I don't know, buy the a, a segment of land along next to the poles, put up your own poles. It's impossible to compete because the government gives its little crony friends the the, the license to, right. to to have a monopoly. And then you get a situation where you get a life-threatening, perhaps natural disaster. It was a year ago, Mark, uh, just over a year ago, last winter, up here in New Hampshire, there was a horrible ice storm that took out power to, what, Hundreds of thousands of homes? I'm not even sure. It It was was a lot. A a lot. A lot of people were affected. And, of course, some people were living out away from urban centers, and they were certainly affected. In New Hampshire? Really? Because... Uh, the, you know, the power companies are focusing on what they consider important, and that yep. is, res- you know, restoring power to the rich neighborhoods first, and then to, you know, the the city areas first. And you know, if you're freezing to death out in your house out in the middle of the woods, well, you know, hey, too bad. We'll right. get to you when we get to you. You know, and, and I'm not saying that in a um, in a in a more free marketplace you wouldn't see problems with electric uh, electrical delivery, but. If you have competition, businesses try harder for your business. Right. They, if they know that you could switch companies and go to a different company, they're going to be a little more interested in providing you with good customer service. Everybody know, knows that monopolies are bad. Right. If they know that uh, you could go to another co- company, they might actually put some research and development dollars into more reliable methods to transmit power, as opposed to these dangling lines that are lining the streets, uh, you know, running up on these these poles up in the air how about underground lines how about something that's a little more insulated from like ice forming and right. <laughs> trees crashing into the way, them the way it is now we have to uh well the government they create a monopoly and then they try to give tax incentives to you to put up solar and and wind or whatever it is and you know at this point these are uh, you know they're relatively unproven they don't have in, in some some people say that you know they don't deliver the power um, enough power to pay for themselves over the lifetime or whatever i don't know it's difficult for me to know i can see the advantage to being off the grid but if you had a marketplace, people would be trying harder and be coming up with different delivery systems. You would have uh, a situation where some company would say, we have only green energy. All our energy comes from hydro, air, and solar. And people who care about that stuff would definitely be on board. Other people wouldn't. It's true. You but may- if, they, if co- power companies pollute and they pollute your land... You should. You have a rightful claim against that. Now, with public property, when energy goes and dumps a, a you know a bunch of uh, water with uh, poisons in it into the Connecticut River, well, we have to go to the state to beg them to do something about it. If that was your section of river, you could sue their pants off of them. Right. And the caller's original point was that these attorneys' genital were going after this uh, nuclear company because they were ostensibly polluting. 
And I don't know much about the story, but why don't the attorney's general go after the U.S. military? They're yeah. pretty big polluters. Yeah, they're, they're the biggest polluter on the United States, in the in the world. Bigger than any of the top four, I think, corporate yeah. polluters combined. The right. U.S. You, military. You is want a the huge government polluter. to protect us from pollution when the government is the largest polluter. That makes yeah, sense. That's not going to work. So you can take control here uh, of these airwaves at 800-259-9231. And you can join us, of course, on our website at freetalklive.com. You may bring up anything you want. That is the point of this program. That's why we call it Free Talk Live 800-259-9231. This is the live Saturday edition. 1-800-259-9231. More moments. Your thoughts about anything. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. The live Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever you want at 800-259-9231. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features there free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, please become a Free Talk Live amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is we take $3 a month in from you and via any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on our website. We take that $3 in and then we reinvest it into the show. We use it to market the show to new radio stations. We've got 90 five great stations from coast to coast now and i would say that you know the super majority of those 95 are on board because we were able to use the free talk live amp program to effectively market to those folks Uh, the reason we're on xm now is because of the free talk live amp program because uh, the amp dollars send us to talk radio conventions once or twice a year uh we'll go in fact we've got one coming up here mark in uh, just about a month or so at the very beginning of june we're going to be going to uh, New York City, where the New talk- York City. That's right. The Talkers New Media Seminar will be taking place, and that's always a very good event for Free Talk oh, Live. Yeah. Uh, and it's the Free Talk Live amplifiers that essentially pay our way on those trips. And thanks for making it possible. If you're not yet a Free Talk Live amp- Free Talk Live amplifier, you could be be one. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there, uh, and you'll get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, as well as the AMP podcast. Go and get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. Makes a difference, and thank you. Yeah, there, there are um, all kinds of perks for the uh, the Amplifier program. It's a, it's a great program. But if you want to get Liberty Sayings uh, for the back of your car in a bumper sticker form so that you can let your voice be heard to tens of thousands of people out there on the road, you could do it at LibertyStickers.com. Let me give you some examples of some of the stickers that I've uh, gone. They've got hundreds and hundreds of Liberty sayings. Hundreds. I mean, there's probably uh, several thousand, actually. I don't know exactly how many. Here's one. Obama's fired more cruise missiles than all other Nobel Peace Prize winners combined. That's nice. a pretty, pretty uh, witty one. Uh, don't steal. The government hates competition. <laughs> Gun-free safe zones. Providing helpless targets for mass murderers since 1991. You can get all these and many, many more. Make your own, too. 
you can like they can custom do bumper stickers. They sure can. LibertyStickers.com. They do ours, as a matter of fact. When you go to promote.freetalklive.com, there's instructions there as to how you can get yourself a free Free Talk Live bumper sticker. That's coming from Liberty Stickers. I mean, LibertyStickers.com. Yeah, it's great stuff. So uh, 800-259-9231. We go to your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to David listening in Bayside, California to KGOE. Hello, David. Hey, gentlemen. Hey. Gentlemen, it, it strikes me curious that we have a government that's in a position to be holding others criminally accountable. We have right now a government that invades other countries that did nothing to us, and they do it just because there's big profits in them, that's right. in it for them. That's the government we have right now. They're going to hold somebody accountable for making uh, uh, collectible coins. Uh, I, I, I'm at a loss to understand it. They, this is a government that rigged elections, and it's one crime after another is what I'm seeing. They, they never they run out. Get away with it. You're, you're right. They're always so, there's always something they need new. revenue, man. There's always some new crime. And the reason they went after Bernard von Nothaus was because he was successful at creating an alternative currency. You can start your own alternative currency right now in your basement, and the government's not going to give a damn about it. But once it becomes as big as the Liberty Dollar with millions and millions of dollars in circulation, uh, then they really take notice because they're a bunch of thieves, and they want to come in, swoop in, and take uh, you know several million dollars worth of gold and silver, and that's what they did. Are you still there? Do we lose his call? I think we did. I heard a word, weird yeah. click noise. He's gone. All right, let's continue here uh, with your phone calls. Uh, but it's frustrating and confusing. I mean, for somebody that hasn't been paying close attention, as uh, as we've been, yep. to the government's activities, beyond the obvious stuff of what, like warmongering, that stuff's pretty hard to ignore. Uh, but there's War a, is the health of the state. Right. There's a lot of stuff beyond the big, big stuff that's going on that is just as tyrannical and just as awful. And it's just... It's horrifying. Yet people will look at these stories and they'll tell themselves they'll tell themselves a little tale. They'll say, "Well, oh, well if I'm just a good little boy and I pay my taxes and the government will leave me alone if I just follow all the regulations they put on me and do everything it is that they tell me, cross all my Ts and dot my Is, everything will be okay. I don't have to worry about what these government goons are doing to all these other innocent people, these peaceful people around the that I see around the country like this woman and around the world. And around the world like the woman that we haven't been a cha- had a chance to talk about yet, but uh, who had her home raided because she's a homeschooler or something like that? Yeah, it has to do with with uh, vaccines and that kind of thing, too. Either way, uh, but to going after peaceful people who haven't harmed anybody else. I mean, that's what their bailiwick is. They go after people because they know that you're not going to fight back. They know that uh, you're just going to you know, bow down and kiss the boot to make it go away. For the most part, most people will do that. Maybe you're not one of them, but uh, they know that the super majority of people are just going to make whatever, do whatever it takes to make it go away. Take the plea bargain. Right, and you know, the, everybody knows that monopolies provide bad customer service. The Government is a monopoly. Oh, okay. You can go every year and you can, or every four years or whatever, or two years and vote for a new, uh, you know, organization, whether it's the Republicans or the Democrats. But who would want to be? I mean, that's essentially a cartel, right? Mm. When you have two or three or four businesses that control the whole marketplace, yeah. and they they Inclusion. collude amongst each other yeah. in order to to increase their, uh, their 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 control and their level of power, that's a cartel. That's what we've got in this uh, in this country. We're the but freest it's the best country in the, in the whole world, yeah. you know. And it's not the freest country in the whole world. There's all kinds of lists. That's of, just a myth. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was at one point. But that's been squandered. The American people have allowed that to, to go by the wayside. Yeah, and that's the most important point, Mark, is that it's, it's the American people, you and I, we're the ones who are at fault for this. 
yeah, it's easy to blame the politicians. It's easy to blame the federal government or the state government. They certainly do horrible things, no doubt. But we put up with it. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, sure, they're killing people over in the, the other countries around the world. You're still paying taxes, though, aren't you? Well, I think the first step is just acknowledging what it is that uh, is going on. So many people won't even acknowledge it. Oh, well, yeah, but. Oh, 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 yeah, but. but oh, oh, but, oh, but, oh, but. And, and, you know, they spend all their time making excuses for what our masters in Washington, D.C., whether good or bad or whatever, are doing. Well, if we just elect the right monopolists, then the monopoly will run better. If we could just get the Democrats in. Oh, wait, we had two years of Democrats uh, completely in power here just recently. If we just get the Republicans. Oh, we had six years of the Republicans in here just recently. Well, if we just send in Tea Party. Oh, we just had the Tea Party go in and they voted in unanimously to increase the war effort. Looks like they're just Republicans. Oh, well, but... there is no butts yeah. left. There's no butts left, people. It's not salvageable. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to Solomon listening to WRNN in Myrtle Beach. Hello, Solomon. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Oh, yes, sir. Um, I would like to talk about this assault team that we call the police that have went from protecting and serving to harassing and murdering people where they feel as though they have to use such excessive force Mm -hmm. that they're firing over 20 shots at teenagers, 19-year-olds, 40 or 50 shots rounds they're firing at these young kids now. I don't know the specific circumstance you're talking about, Solomon, but I, you know, I mean, it it does seem to me that uh, that, that law enforcement in this country has moved more and more towards escalation rather than uh, dis, uh, de-escalation when it comes to dealing with the public. Well, they're paid uh, to use uh, force to do the government's bidding. What would you call them? That's what I would call them. And with the, with the terrorists, the Patriots, certain things going on, when they start labeling them people as terrorists, I can only imagine what's coming next. Yeah, it's a real scary world out there, what is uh, what is coming down the pipe. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Maybe he's talking about the top story right now over at freetalklive.com, Mark. Uh, of course, our website allows our listeners to submit different items from across the internet and then vote on the ones that they like the best the most voted up right now police fire off 33 rounds to kill puppy bullets hit houses cars neighbors are seeking an apology from a camden police uh, from camden police after a friday night incident in which they say a dog was shot by officers who were carelessly firing on a street crowded with children surely there must have been a really good reason for them to be shooting at that dog (laughs) <laughs> we gotta we gotta take out that dog i mean it's just i mean really like i mean <laughs> what do they have to fire at a dog for if it was gonna bite them you think it would be within say oh i don't Biting know distance six feet yeah <laughs> look at that dog's getting away get him <laughs> i think he's got cocaine shoved in his rectum Quick, he's a fleeing felon. If you go outside and you shoot a gun, in, you know, even at just target practice in most places in this country, they'll, the police will come and arrest you for it. But the cops can just go out in the street in Camden, I believe it's New Jersey, just go out in the street and just start popping off rounds and, you know, hey, let's target practice with that dog over there and nothing will happen to him. Hitting all kinds immune. of different things. They're totally immune from any kind of lawsuit or anything like that. In fact, I had another story uh, in my show prep from last night where a judge actually said this. Police departments are not legal entities capable of being sued. Can't sue a police department. Sorry. Yep. Which means that they can do whatever the 
flip they, they want to do. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. And you'll keep paying for it, too, won't you? Because you're scared. 1-800-259-9231. We're all scary scared. folks. They are scary people. But there are servants, too, right? Hour three's next. And now it's time for Letty's Easter Countdown, the part of the radio show where Letty comes out and counts down. Tomorrow is Easter. Yay! It's great to go to the sunrise service on Easter Sunday. Be thankful you've had a whole month to recover from daylight savings. This has been Letty's Easter Countdown. Celebrate Easter tomorrow with your friends and family. VeggieTales presents Twas the Night Before Easter. Get ready to celebrate the season and discover what helping others is really all about. I've been working on an Easter-themed musical. Up with bunnies. We need a star. Cassie Cassava. She's big time. It's an all-new Easter adventure full of bunnies, music, and love. Featuring American Idol finalist Melinda Doolittle as Cassie. Helping one another. Veggie Tales was the night before Easter. Available at Walmart, Family Christian stores, and retailers everywhere. Own it today on DVD. Talk live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll free. Bring up whatever you want. The number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Mark. As we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, if we get a chance, Mark, you tell us more about the homeschooling mom who had the SWAT team come in and raid her. Is it her home? Yep. They rated? Yep. Nice. Uh, we'll get to that here if we get a chance, but your calls come first. So let's talk to ladies first. Alice, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Alice. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? Well, this is my second time that I've listened to your program. Oh, and tonight you said something that just made my heart sing, unhappily, of course. But oh, dear. You said it's our fault that the government is where it is and has all the power, and I've been saying that forever, mm. and no one will listen to me. Why? Because they're dumb. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I think it's easy uh, well, to... Well, that's a funny, that's a funny but... Yeah, gotcha. Ignorant. Uh, so many people say, oh, I don't pay attention to that. Oh, I don't pay attention to the government. Ignorant. yep. It just breaks my heart when 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 you realize that it's being taken over. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't blame people for wanting to you know stick their head in the sand on these issues because it's scary. I mean, the government's a scary group. It makes sense that people would want to kind of fight or flight to uh, sort of flight in that case and and do whatever they can to distract themselves from the scary truth that essentially we are dealing with a criminal gang, a criminal enterprise, a monopoly on violence, uh, a group of people that uh, does business at the point of a, a point of a gun that hurts innocent peaceful people on a regular basis and threatens everybody else on a regular basis i mean that's a, that's a pretty scary realization to uh, to come to and so it makes a lot more sense that people would just flip on the television set and drink themselves silly how did the government start was that before the constitution how did they get started did, did they just take over well, pretty much a government is and always really has been um, the the most successful army 
gang or whatever in a given geographic area. And so, you know, you'll have kings that manage to kill off all the other kings and, you know, they get they, they have the serfs bound the land. Essentially, we have the same thing now, except that we get to vote for a new king every four years or whatever, and their party uh, moves in and moves out. And, you know, it, it, we, we still have to we, – we're still bound to the land in the sense that we have to pay them a portion of our labor and we have to pay a, a rent to them on the property that we own. So you know, things haven't really changed much in 5,000 years. But it is our fault. Why didn't we stop this a long time ago? It's you said slow. you don't blame the people. I blame the people. Well, yeah. no, no, I don't blame them for feeling how they feel. I don't oh. blame them for being afraid. I don't blame them for wanting to avoid the idea of having to do something about this, of wanting to avoid all of this. I mean, it, it makes sense why people behave the way they do. But this is why I yell, because I don't want to be afraid. I don't blame you, and that's why I moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, because I love liberty so much that I want to get together with other people that are also not afraid and stand up and, and achieve liberty in our lifetime. But to get to your question, which I think is a very important question, and that is, how did it get like this? How did people, you know, if it is our fault, and it is, collectively, how did it get so bad? How did we allow this to occur? And the answer is, little by little. Yeah, the nature of government is to grow. It is an organization that feeds off of power, and so therefore it wants to aggregate to itself more power. Like we'll get you within, right? Yeah, enemies foreign and domestic is what that constitutional, uh, what, the, what they swear to when they swear to protect the Constitution. They're not doing so good with protecting us from the enemies domestic. Alice, well, I appreciate your call. You so and your, thank you for the call and thoughts tonight at 800-259-9231. To expand a little bit on that answer, little by little, how did it get to be like this? Well, whenever the government wants to expand its purview, which is always, whenever there's a new proposal new tax, a new, you know, you name it, government program, etc. Whatever it is that's on the table that, that they are proposing. There are people who are very, very interested in having it happen. So whether that group of people is some, in, you know, some industry that wants some sort of legislation passed to protect it from competition, or whether that group of people are welfare recipients that want new welfare benefits, or whether that group of people, the military-industrial complex that want another war, whatever we're talking about, the government programs, because government essentially allows political people, politicians, to reward their friends and punish their enemies. Yeah, with the, with the power that they have. And so the people that are being uh, rewarded or put, have the potential of being rewarded with the stolen money are very, very interested in seeing that that happens, right? So they're very interested in seeing that this new government program be put into place for this new law or regulation be put into place. And so they lobby for it. So they spend a lot of time and effort attempting to get this thing put through, whereas the rest of us who will all be affected by whatever the new tax increase will be as a result of having to pay for this new program, we're not as affected directly, in that this this company or this organization is going to get maybe thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars mm-hmm. in value out of this new program through the government. It'll the cost of us, each of us a dollar fifty seven in our or, taxes, or, or something. more like fifty cents, or twenty, or two cents, or right. something like that. Some some amount of money that makes it essentially economically unfeasible for us to spend any significant amount of time lobbying against it. Only a very small portion of people, essentially professional freedom lobbyists, or but whatever, this gets done. 
hundreds, if not thousands, of yeah. times a year. And I forget the name it of it. There's compiles some, up over time. And, what is it? There's a name of some sort of economic uh, factor in in play here, and I wish I could remember what it is. I'm sure one of our Austrian economist listeners will be able to uh, shed light on what this is called. But essentially, it it is that the people who benefit from the state or who would perhaps be harmed by the state rolling back government. These are the people that are most interested in fighting or working for more government, right. whereas the rest of us are so busy paying the bills, are so busy you know, getting work done and doing productive things and taking care of our family and doing things that we enjoy, that to go and to lobby to save you know, two cents on a tax bill is not worth the $100 or the $500 you have to spend on the, the plane ticket in the hotel room. And even if it's not two to... cents, even if it's more than that. I right. mean, take a look at Social Security. They take uh, 15% because you have to pay 75 Your employer has to t- pay 75 That means they're paying that in order to keep you on. That's essentially pay. It's 15% of your paycheck goes to Social Security. Everybody knows that it is a bad investment as far as an investment for their retirement mm-hmm. goes. It's less than 1%. It, it would, it, you know, for the average person, it's less than 1%, which means that it doesn't even keep up with inflation. Everybody knows mm-hmm. it's a bad investment, but they, they, they don't know how to stop... Um, um, you know, making it happen they're for them, too. and you know they're they're afraid to quit paying in. Their employers uh, certainly uh, t- too scared to, uh, to 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 quit paying in. So there's really nothing that anyone really can do. How do you how do you stop these so, things? Right, you're economically disincentivized from uh, from doing anything to try to stop this. And plus, you wouldn't have much success anyway because who are you? You're not a, a professional lobbyist. Right. You're not a corporation with millions of dollars to lavish on these people. You're you're nobody. Uh, you can go and chant and yell all you want. Uh, was it Alexander Haig, I think, that uh, is famous for saying in the 1980s, let them protest all they want as long as they keep paying their taxes? They That's don't they care about what you want. Go back to the bailouts. Remember uh, George Bush and Barack Obama doing the bailout thing, the end of the Bush term, the beginning of the Barack Obama term? There was all kinds of people that were making their voices heard on these bailouts. It was like eight, 90% of the calls into Washington, D.C. were against the bailouts. It, people did not want this to happen, and they were making themselves heard on this issue. You might as well have not wasted your time. You might as well have just grabbed a beer and sit back, kick back, and just you know put your head in the sand. Because what good did it make? What good did any of the phone calls do? What good did the phone bombs and the fax bombs or whatever it is that the people sent into these so-called representatives' offices do? We just wait. You just wasted your damn time. Yeah, the one representative was quoted, quoted as saying, fifty uh, percent were for it, and fifty no, fifty percent said no, and fifty percent said hell no." Of, of the calls they yeah. got, you mean? Yeah. So. That's why I don't blame anybody for saying, Psh, I have no control over this. What can I do about this? You can't, there's very little you can do within the system, at least at the federal government level, to change what they are doing. So, again, the question comes back then. Well, if that's the case, then, Ian, well, what do you suggest? What can be done about these people? Well, of course, doing things locally certainly makes more sense. But gathering together with like-minded people is the solution. It's the only solution I could come up with. I didn't pick up and move to New Hampshire from Florida because I was dying for the weather. (laughs) You know? I just didn't see any other solution. I was tired of complaining and then, who wants to hear somebody who complains and won't do anything about it? Maybe you've got an answer. Ours is the Free State Project. We'll tell you more about that, but if you've got an answer, 800-259-9231. What to do about the inexorable growth? Hi, I'm 
Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com, and those features include listening options. We've got broadband and dial-up versions of the show streaming to you 24-7, so around the clock you can get the latest episodes episode of Free Talk Live in your ears. Plus, it'll tell you about our radio stations, great 95 stations across the country that carry the program at various different times throughout the week. Our satellite listening options like XM and our free-to-air satellite channel, webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. Uh, you can go and get all those details on how to listen to Free Talk Live anytime at listen.freetalklive.com. Now, we, we're talking about solutions because things are bad and the government just keeps getting worse. The taxes never stop. The oppression never stops. The uh, regulations, the controls never stops. They just keep adding more on top of more on top of more. So what can be done? They clearly don't care about what you think at the federal government level. Voting for Republicans and Democrats hasn't changed a damn thing. And so the third parties don't have a chance. Uh, what can be done? The Free State Project is what I decided was the answer. After working for many years in third-party politics, trying to make a difference that way down in Florida, I realized when I heard about the Free State Project that this was the solution. The idea is to get liberty-minded people together, people that understand what freedom means, that in order to be a free person, you have to allow others to be free, that liberty means that you get to choose how to decide what you know, what uh, money to keep and earn and spend and give away, and all you get to choose those things you get to decide the marketplace should provide the products and services that the uh, the government is frequently seen as providing if you get what liberty means go to freestateproject.org to learn more about the free state project and to get signed up and to join the over 10,700 people that have pledged to move their lives to new hampshire in order to achieve liberty in their lifetime but you can also join us this summer at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Maybe you're not sh- quite sure as to whether or not you want to sign up for the Free State Project. It's a big, it's a big commitment. It right? is a big commitment, and you can learn more, of course, online. But it really makes a difference to come here and see what it's all about. And the Porcupine Freedom Festival gives you that opportunity. It's happening in just under two months from now, June 20th through the 26th. It's going to be all week long at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Same place as last year. It's the week. It's the yearly event that the Free State Project puts on to sort of showcase what's happening up here, to showcase the most important factor, and that is the people, the people, the human beings who have made the move already, uh, the people who are considering moving, the people who are going to move but that just haven't had a chance to move yet. These are people that are going to be coming to the Porcupine Freedom Festival, people that understand what liberty is, and they'll be enjoying each other's company, socializing in various different ways, live performances of music to family fun, agorism in action. Uh, Porkfest has something for everyone who loves freedom. So if you've been thinking about the Free State Project, or if you're already signed up and you want to have a great excuse to come up here and see 
New Hampshire, tour around the state, and meet hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people who are actually willing to do something to achieve liberty in our lifetime, there is no better place than the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Go to Porkfest.com to get registered. It's 30 bucks, but you can save 20% if you use our discount code, which is Free Talk Live, without any spaces. Just put Free Talk Live into the discount code area, and you'll save 20% on your registration. Go to Porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, Porkfest.com, and Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I called this week to extend my camping uh, because it was originally, I thought it was going to be a, another weekend event. It used to be just a weekend thing. Now it's gone for the entire week, so I'm locked in. The campsites are selling quickly don't wait too much longer on this. In fact, I understand the motel is sold out completely at this point. There are other, if you're not into the camping thing, there apparently are some other hotels in the area. You may be able to secure a room there, uh, but it sure is a blast to be on site at uh, Rogers because it's just such a great group of folks. Porkfest.com. We continue with your phone calls. Uh, you can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Scott in Charleston. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hey, how you doing tonight, fellas? Scott, just great. What's on your mind? Oh, that uh, last, the caller that you had there last uh, was talking about, well, what do we do? What do we do? How do we get this way? And it made me, it fired a, it fired a memory of a book I read a long time ago called The Mosquito Coast from Paul Thoreau. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It sounds familiar, but, but I don't, I haven't read it. Anyway. Okay, well, anyway, in the book, he's sitting there and he's going uh, down the list, you know, look at America, how did we get this way, land of promise, land of freedom, land of opportunity, you know, give us the wretched refuge of your teeming shores, have a Coke and watch TV, go on (laughs) welfare and get free money, you know, uh, turn to crime, Um, crime pays in this country, apparently. Um, Especially if you're a politician. Doing it forever, yeah, (laughs) the government's been doing it forever, Mm -hmm. so... but another another one that uh, came to my mind as well as you were talking, uh, but that was just kind of something a little, little bit funny. Um, there's a book out there, uh, if if any of your listeners can find it, called The Greening of America. And it was written, I want to say, in the, oh gosh, probably the early 70s. And it was, you know, it was kind of a, if you can say it, almost kind of a, you know, prophecy of what was to come and it spoke of everything that's going on right now and they were saying this is this is happening this is in the works this is what is going to happen and sure enough it's it's come to pass i mean we're there oh i i could do a prediction too if the united states government makes it another 10 years without having spent itself into complete oblivion it's going to be bigger more intrusive have a larger debt and have a larger tax burden for all Americans. It's at least easy to make this uh, this prediction because this is what governments do. Yes. Yep. yep. Anything else you want to I share mean, tonight? We've got the uh, Atlas Shrugged uh, film that's that's coming out. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm dying to see it. Well, uh, you better hurry because I doubt it's going to be in theaters for very long. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look too good to me. It looks kind of boring, but uh, then again, well, I've read. I read the book, and I was like, it would be one of those. I just want to see how well they, if they manage to mangle the book, you know, too yeah. much. But we'll see what happens. Let us I couldn't make think. it through the book, uh, so I'd like to see the movie just because it's easier to watch a movie that's four and a half hours. You know, once the, all three Maybe. parts are out, uh, th- right. four and a half hour movie. Depends on how excruciatingly dull it is. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I, <laughs> I hear the acting isn't that bad. I heard it's horrible. Well, yeah. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 You're a movie snot. If they're not blowing up a building, I you don't want to do I am not a movie snot. What are you talking about? I like movies that people can't stand, typically. 
because yeah. they're typically uh, yeah. You, know, you, you don't care dumb. about acting. You care about things go, that go kaboom in your movies. <laughs> That's not true. I do like things that go kaboom, though. Yeah. Uh, in uh, in the fantasy world, at least. Let's talk to Bill listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Bill. I mean, nobody else liked Matrix 2 and 3. And I, I liked, liked them, them fine. Uh, Bill, are you there? Bill and Indy. Going once. Too earlier. Hey Hello? There. Go ahead, oh, I'm sir. sorry. Not a problem. Okay. I'm sorry to waste any more time on something that you talked about earlier, but you have to tell me. It's still on my mind. I can't um, understand this Liberty Dollar. Okay. Why would somebody produce a silver coin and introduce it into circulation? I mean, you got to give me the amount of silver they put in this coin. Well, let's let's clarify here. It was not a coin. You can't use the term coin unless you're the federal government. So it was a silver, you could call it a silver piece or a round. They called it the Silver Liberty. Okay. It was a one ounce silver piece, .999 fine, if I'm recalling correctly. Um, and it's, 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 it was an ounce of silver, just like any other ounce of silver out there. It's, it's polished silver. Uh, we can give you more on it here in a moment, so stick with us, Bill. We'll bring you back. Okay. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever you like. It was beautiful. One yeah. of the most beautiful pieces I've ever seen. Indeed. Uh, so more coming yeah, up the here. The government could take a, t- take a clue from that. You can take control here. Plenty of time for your calls, your thoughts. Bring up anything you'd like. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want here. It's the live Saturday edition, the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Speaking of SACL CAI, the man behind SACL CAI, Jason Osborne, is an incredible supporter of the ideas of liberty. He is a man who puts his money where his mouth is. He's somebody who, I mean, SACL CAI has a great uh, collections business. If you need some collections done, they'll do it for you and they'll do it by respecting your customers and keeping them on board once the collections process is, is done. Uh, it's just you want to learn more about SACL, you can go through the banner on our website. But Jason Osborne is is the man when it comes to supporting liberty-oriented uh, talk programs and other liberty efforts out there. And uh, I'm honored that he invited me to his Easter celebration. Are you going to go? I'm going to do my best to uh, to make it out there. Still trying to figure out who I'm going to ride out with. And uh, details you've got just like so that. many options. You know, I'm going. I but, know you're yeah, going. You but just you've got want a family to go so and, early. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that, Mark. Yeah. I'm, I do intend to go. I'm trying to I'm trying to get somebody to go. All these people vying with your attention for your attention. But uh, Jason is the man, and he's putting on what they call meatster tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. It's like he's a low car- low carb guy. It's like Easter with a lot of meat. Yeah, and it's good time. So looking forward to it. All right, so uh, you can take control here. We go back to Bill listening in Indy to WXNT. Bill, you were asking about the Liberty Dollar. Are you still with us, Bill in Indy? Bill I'm in here. Indy. Hello. 
I'm here. All right. So, uh, so the Liberty Dollar was a couple of different permutations. There was the actual ounce silver Liberty, which was a .999 fine ounce of silver. You can hold it in your hand. But they also had the, uh, the the certificates, the warehouse receipts, which essentially were worth silver. The idea was that uh, there were like one twentieth of an ounce and one fifth of an ounce and one tenth of an ounce warehouse receipts, where if you collected ten tenths of an ounce, then you had a full ounce of silver in uh, paper form, basically, and you could send those in, you could redeem them for the actual silver. Does that make sense? Okay. How do you get the one? Did the one ounce coin, did it? Did you ever try to circulate that? Oh, yeah. It was oh, circulated. certainly. Yep. Absolutely. I took them. The idea was to circulate them so people could be educated as to what value-backed currency was. So right. I would take the one ounce silver piece and take it into a local business, and I would go and uh, you know purchase something. I'd bring something to the cash register, and when they told me what the total was, I would bring out uh, the one ounce silver piece and drop it in the hand of the individual uh, that was running the register, and that would essentially start a conversation. Right. So when silver was, say, $8 an ounce, the one ounce uh, piece said $10 on it. So oh, there was okay. there was a certain amount of, uh, you know, the I, I guess, premium built into the piece. Okay. So yeah, you, weren't, you weren't losing money. I see. You weren't. You weren't. Uh, OK, I understand. Okay. Right. Normally, I, I, I would want to hold the silver. Normally, I would yeah. want to hang on to the silver. And uh, was it Gresham's, Gresham's law, law. Uh, that, that uh, people that good you, money dri- or uh, bad money drives out good money, meaning that uh, people will hold will hoard good money and spend bad money. Right. So the idea behind the Liberty Dollar, the reason why you could get it at a discount if you were one of the associates, as I was, was to overcome Gresham's law to give the associates an incentive to go out and spend these things rather than just hoard them uh, somewhere, you know, bury them. <laughs> the backyard somewhere um so that was the idea in that i was paying like nine dollars for this piece that was valued it had a a printing of ten dollars on it and so it would give me the incentive to go and actually spend this and if someone would accept it for a ten dollar purchase then that was their choice like you know they could accept anything i could give a pack of two three packs of cigarettes for a ten dollar purchase every time i spent one of these and i spent several of the uh the 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 liberty dollars and whether they were the ten or the twenty dollar denominations i never had one of the fifty ones But every time I did it, the store clerk took it, bought it, and stuck it in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah, I can figure that. Now, 10, 20, and 50, was the only three? Those were the three choices or three availabilities? It was the same one ounce piece that moved up over time. So, so as, okay. as silver okay. became more valuable, they kept re-minting them, which there were some critiques, and I think legitimate critiques of the Liberty Dollar's business model, and I think this was one of them that it was, was a good critique in that, uh, like, for instance, I bought a bunch of $10 silver Liberties. Ten do- they were one ounces marked with $10, but then when the price of silver went above $10, they had to change the marking on the, the piece to make it more easy to, to, to give to people, so they went up to $20 Should have spent them all. at that point. And so if you wanted your $10 pieces re-minted, you could do that. You could hold them, hold them at $10 if you wanted to, but then you'd have to explain to somebody. Yeah, try oh, to explain to them why it's worth 20 now. Right, yeah, this isn't actually worth $10, even though it says $10 it's on it. To, it's easier to re-melt or melt it and just stamp out another one with 20 Okay. Yeah, that's easy to do, but it costs money, right? So I had to spend another $3 per piece in order to have it re-minted or, or whatever it was. And so that was kind of a clunky method of, of doing things. And uh, the Liberty Dollar could have used some competition in that area. Unfortunately, nobody else has ever been successful at doing uh, a, a real competitive another alternative competitor currency. There's another competitor out there now. Is there? What are, what's yeah, it the, called? The open currency standard. I mean, they're doing it differently, but they're... they're are they? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that... I mean, I've heard of it, but it's, it's never really made a splash. I don't think that... Yeah, I don't think they're as aggressive in their marketing. Do they marketing. have millions of dollars and... I don't know what they've yeah, got. You'd so. have to bring them on and talk to them. Anyway, it's a kind of a, it was a kind of a clunky method, but nonetheless, it... 
the purpose was to get the ideas into people's heads. And I think that it was very successful at doing that. And I mean, there's no doubt that it was successful. They, they, they were successful enough to where the federal government came in and shut them down. So did we answer your questions? Yes. Um, but I was, where I, I was wrong and where I was making my big mistake was somehow I got the false notion that they were stamped $1. And I thought, well, how is no. that going to work? You know? No, okay. certainly not. Although hey. the federal government does that crap, don't they, with their silver pieces? Don't they put I weird... It's $1 on silver and uh, $20 on gold, and I can see why you'd make that mistake. I, uh, <laughs> it yeah. kind of goes back because the federal government used to have gold pieces that were $20. And, one, of course, everybody's heard of a, a silver dollar. They still call these solid dollars <laughs> silver dollars even though they only, they're only colored silver now. Hey, Bill, thanks for the call tonight. Well, I appreciate you. hearing from you. Let's talk to Robert, listening to WNMT in Minnesota. Hello, Robert. You're on Free Talk Live. Yes. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Robert? Uh, this is a first-time caller uh, calling, and uh, I really like your show. It's uh, good that uh, you allow people to uh, get out there and uh, say what's on their minds and what's bothering them. Somebody had to do it, Robert. We're glad to be the ones. Go ahead. Oh, great. Um... I'm learning disabled, and uh, I have been all my life. They just didn't realize it when I was younger until I got older. Okay. But uh, as I, when I got older and uh, I uh, moved to uh, another county, uh, well, uh, actually several counties, but this one particular or two particular counties, uh, they went after me for recycling. And oh, uh, they couldn't stop me. Wait, they went after you because you weren't recycling? Oh, no, did we lose his call? Apparently, they went after him. <laughs> They're really serious did about recycling. Did he recycle the copper in his uh, telephone line? If you could get it, if, if, <laughs> if you can call back, we'll take the call. He's back, huh? apparently. Oh, there he is. There, there you is. are. Hey. Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, Sorry we, something we, weird happened. We lost you after they went after you. They did went they, after you for recycling. Did they go after you for not recycling? They went after me for recycling because I did. Um, I was taking in uh, lots of cans, like uh, tons of cans, mm-hmm. uh, aluminum, of course, and um, they tried to get money from me and all that kind of stuff, and they couldn't do that. Uh, as you know, later on, they uh, tried to make uh, rummage sales and stuff like that, that you had to pay taxes. Really? Yes, they, and they couldn't do that. Do you mean get like getting a permit? Uh, even worse than that, just taxes. They Taxing? wanted taxes. They wanted to tax you for, uh, for collecting selling, a little Selling, uh, not just for, uh, uh, see, when you... Uh, sell your cans, you get money, mm-hmm. and they wanted money for that. Uh, for what? So they wanted for, to, they wanted to tax you yeah, for selling the aluminum so, cans. Yeah. yeah, and then also Jeez. I have rummage sales, yard sales, and moving sales when I move, and they wanted to tax everybody for their uh, sales. Oh. And and this is where was this? Is this in northern Minnesota? This is in northern Minnesota. Jeez. Uh, I'll tell you, it's from Brainerd, uh, also uh, up. Uh, in Cass County. Crowley it's just and- such an insult. I mean, we've heard about people having to pay for permits in order to get a garage sale permit to be able to just sell their junk. Uh, it's just so there's no end to the amount of control these people will put on your life. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate I hearing from you. I got- 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It never stops. They'll just keep doing it. <laughs> well, that's as, 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 I, as I said, that's what government does. It aggregates power to itself. Mm-hmm. It's never going to have enough power. It's never going to have enough information about you, your business, your kids, your pets. Never has it's, enough money either. Right. It's never going to run out of things to permit or license. It'll always grow. It'll always, always, always try to find how far it can go. Man, 
get a $20 garage sale permit and you can't make any money anymore. <laughs> You're lucky if you finish, unless you have some big, really nice furniture that you can make a few bucks on. Just selling junk at a garage sale? You're selling it for a quarter apiece, 10 cents each? Good luck making the permit money back. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control in the remaining moments. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call, your thoughts. This live Saturday edition, the number 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy the program, you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by going and shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. And when you shop through the links there that take you to Amazon, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the, the sale. So Amazon's still the same great prices. It's the same great Amazon. You're just entering through our portal, and therefore Free Talk Live will benefit when the, the sale is made and finalized. Although you won't see anything that will indicate that to you, you just have to take our word for it. Whenever you enter through those links at shop.freetalklive.com, you'll be good to go. All right, so uh, we'll continue here with your phone calls, and we go to Jeff listening in Bradenton, Florida, to WSRQ. Hello, Jeff. Hey, how are you, Ian and Mark? Great, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, you know what? I had a question about uh, the proliferation. On, this is off the topic. It's a new topic, I guess. But Not a problem. The proliferation of cell towers around uh, our communities. You know, I, I wondered if anybody in your audience had any technical knowledge of these towers and whether they think they're completely safe. One just recently went up very close. And uh, I just wondered what people thought. I mean, I, you know, wondered if uh, if they, these towers can possibly be uh, dangerous because the frequencies could actually hone in on a particular area or whether that's not possible. Well, I'd say that the biggest uh, thing that you have, uh, the biggest problem that you would have with a cell phone tower is reception of, say, radios in your home. I used to work at a radio station. They had a tower right out back. This was an AM station, but uh, FM uh, cell towers are FM uh, transmitters, so there's a, a bit of a difference. But whenever I drive up, it'd mess up the, the reception of everything that was on the AM. I couldn't get anything on that uh, dial band. So I would think that that would be your biggest problem. Lots of people have worked... Uh, but you're talking... Mark, I mean, look... You're not an engineer, neither am I. No. But uh, what you're talking about, Mark, cell phones operate in the 1,000-plus uh, megahertz range. It's not even near the same uh, bandwidth or not the same. You don't think it would affect your Wi-Fi or anything like that? I, hard to, it's hard to say. I, I don't I, know either. I, I don't I couldn't know. say. I would say that would be your how, biggest problem. How what close I, are we talking think, about here? I, well, uh, it's about a quarter mile away. Yeah, uh, I would say there's nothing yeah, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. I mean, you've got I, radio engineers that spend their lives working underneath 100,000-watt transmitters. People, I mean, most radio stations are underneath a tower, and so the people well, go and they they spend their whole day working under one. Well, so. I mean, I'm just – what I'm most concerned about is, is it possible for, uh, you know, people who don't mean good to, to, let's say, control those cell towers to hone in on a certain residence and cause them uh, – uh, 
you know, to have sleeping issues or No, whatever. I don't think so. That seems very unlikely. I mean, obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a uh, an engineer, so I can't really say exactly what would be going on. But there's on those cell towers, there are transmitters, and those transmitters are set to transmit at very specific frequencies. There's nobody that can just And they do it omnidirectional. In. There's no direct, uh, you know, I, I actually had a radio s- station that transmitted out of a cell tower. There's no directional equipment inside of one. It wouldn't matter anyway. What his question was, could they somehow hone in on a certain frequency those those transmitters are you know they're set to certain frequencies to operate to transmit and to retransmit uh cellular telephone signals and uh, what you're what you're talking about is is really seems more to be in the realm of uh, over concern maybe a little bit paranoid uh, right. i would say that you've got nothing to be concerned with i mean cell towers the proliferation of cell towers i wish they were more proliferated because up here in new hampshire out in the woods uh sometimes getting a cell phone signal it can be uh, can be a little tricky right. I, I know it's a great convenience for a lot of people i'm yeah. not i'm not saying i'm just wondering if there was somebody with technical knowledge that could answer the question well could they possibly do damage if they were honed in on a certain area no, I, I'll tell you what, we'll throw the question out there if anybody wants to call in. Thank you for the call. I appreciate Thank hearing you. from you. If anybody else with you know more of an engineering uh, know-how wants to, to chime in on this, it seems very unlikely to me that that would be possible. I used to live down where he's calling from, and every time I'd go up Longboat Key for some kind of uh, call or whatever, for um, you know radio sales call, it, 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 the phone would just drop out there because the Longboat Key residents, we don't want any ugly cell phone towers <laughs> on our beautiful piece of property here that's one of the top. <laughs> 10 most expensive zip codes in America. So, you you know, as consequently, you couldn't talk on the telephone while you're out there. Yeah, you're constantly being bombarded. I mean, let me just remind you here. Again, I'm not an engineer, but I know a thing or two about uh, radio signals. And one thing I know is that at all times, you are being penetrated by radio signals. Yep. There okay. are all manner of electromagnetic frequencies. Uh, and as a matter of fact, that's what light is. Well, that's true. Everything is a everything has a wavelength. Everything yep. has a, a, a vibration, if you will. You are seeing um, radio waves. Yeah. Every time you walk outside, you know, and even inside. I mean, inside you're somewhat uh, shielded by all the other radio waves that are surrounding you, like well, the 60 hertz. Uh, those those uh, cement blocks your house is made out of are actually radiating. Really? Yeah. Everything has gives off radiation. The, uh, the, the the sixty hertz signal that's uh, in your the, the power lines in your house may block some wow, of the other wow, signals wow. out. Uh, but uh, there's constantly your body is constantly being uh, you know bombarded by you all manner of signals. You get more radiation actually from sleeping next to a person than you would by sleeping alone. Is that right? Yeah. Everybody seems to be willing to w- risk that though. Yeah. I just wouldn't worry. I just wouldn't worry about these things. If the government wants to get you, they're going to do something a little yeah, more overt. They're going to send a guy with a dark suit and dark glasses to, put, to give you some lead poisoning. Let's talk to uh, let's talk to Bill listening in Jackson, Mississippi, to WPBQ. Hello, Bill. Yes, uh, just uh, checking out the uh, comment on uh, the cell towers. No, it, it, you, you guys are right. The, the, the towers are of little consequence to uh, the the uh, general public in terms of the. Uh, non-ionizing radiation, but, of course, the cell phones are the big danger because they're several orders of magnitude uh, greater than than the actual uh, cell tower being held right next to someone's uh, head. I I hold it out, and I I use the the speaker, and and in my 45 years of of experience with with the RF, uh, I can feel the stuff. Really? Yes, it's very dangerous. So you're, sens- you're saying you're sensitive to the cell phone signal. Exactly. And so, uh, of course, the, the regular band is, is in the 800 uh, megahertz, whereas the, the, the new 
G3 and G4 is above one, one gigahertz. But at any rate, it's the intensity of the RF from the actual uh, phone that, that's the big danger. And now, we're talking about devices that are what, maybe a watt at the most? I mean, cell phones. Well, no, th- th- these, these are three-tenths of a watt as compared to three watts uh, when, when the old analog phones were being used. Mm-hmm. And, of course, th- that's an order of magnitude, but still that's one-third of the, of the voltage field that, that we used to have with the analog phone. Anyway, what I called about very quickly. I tell you, asking you shall receive. You have, you know, somebody had a question about radio stuff, and you get the engineer for one of our radio stations in the. Uh, the I think you're the owner as well, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, calling well, in, so I appreciate that, Bill. What was the other thing you wanted to talk about? What I called in about was you guys were, were talking about the uh, power companies and uh, uh, nuclear and et cetera. Well, uh, just realize that. The, the general public in this country and the entire world have, have been taken to the cleaners by the power companies and the government and, and, and all companies and, and, and uh, you know, the power systems in general. Look at what Tesla had 100 years ago. And uh, J.P. Morgan and Westinghouse went against him, and he ended up dying as a, as a pauper in New York City because they did not want to go any further with the self-generating system that he had devised. And, of course, uh, information is still... Uh, uh, on, on record, and people are actually coming out with working models of that. Good. And uh, the horses are out of the barn. Sounds and, good to me. Because, because of the uh, the internet and talk radio, they cannot stop us now. And you, you know, this I, I've heard GCN has this has the the uh, commercial on the, the seminar that's going to be held coming up this spring and summer. I think it is on the Tesla system. Cool, man. And, I, that uh, sounds exciting. I, I'm yeah. ready for my infinite I think, power. <laughs> I think energy is going to be. I think energy is going to be free here relatively soon in the next exactly. couple of decades. Bill, thanks for the call, man. We got to move to Frank, listening to KMed out in Oregon. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. Frank, listening in hey, Oregon. Thank you. I thought I'd throw some stuff out there. Uh, you might try the Crytome, C R Y T O M E, I believe. dot com. That's by John Young. I'm not sure. What is this in reference to? Oh, you, he wanted to know about the waves, radio waves. Thanks for the call, Frank. Let's talk to Scott listening to WSCC in Charleston, South Carolina. Hello, Scott. Hey, fellas. I'll be real quick. Yes, uh, you were asking about cell phones. Yes, uh, yeah, cell phones. Not so much the towers, but the cell phones themselves are what the dangerous part is because you've got a, basically a cavity resonator right next to your head. And you take that and you push, um, even though it's a small amount of, of radiation, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about well, radiation exposure is all about time and how much and, and, and in a given space. I see where you're coming like from it, on that, although so far it seems like the conclusions that, uh, you know, people, that have been drawn are pretty, well, inconclusive. I mean, in that as far as there hasn't been a real problem with brain damage. Or, I wish they'd do some kind of right, right. But, if, but if, you take, if you take, like, for instance, there's microwave transmitters that run 300 milliwatts. I okay, wish we had more time for it, man. Microwave. Call us back on Monday night. We can talk to you further then. I appreciate it. We'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend and happy... You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. 
There's more. You can buy Liberty Snickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. 